Well, last week, the Aces solved their servant problem. They compromised and gave their maid, Laura, a dollar a week raise. It's a few evenings later now, as we look in on the Aces bungalow just after dinner and find Mr. Ace in the living room with his evening paper, the Aces friend Marge is nearby with a book. Jane enters from the next room with a bulky letter from home in her hand. Listen. Well, dear, are you ready? I've got to talk to you. It's very important. Put down your paper. We've got to decide on this now. The answer is no. No? No what? No, you cannot curl your hair up and wear those midget hats. Those <laughs> oh, who said anything about hats? I'm talking about this letter I got from home. Oh. Didn't you hear me tell you at dinner that I wanted to read you this letter I got from my sister Ethel? Oh, no, no, I don't think I did. You didn't hear me. Marge, you heard me, didn't you? Well, vaguely, then. There, see? What's the matter with you, dear? Uh, I guess I'm a little absent-minded. Well, I hate to get sarcastic, dear, but a little? <laughs> well, enough joking around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I better get started reading all this. My sister doesn't write me very often, but when she does, and how. Well, what's the matter with her, Dan? You worried about her darling daughter, Betty? Well, it's about Betty, yes. What now? Well, wait. I'll read it to you from the beginning. I read some of it this afternoon, up to page 12, but I'll start over. Oh, how uh, how is it up until then? Oh, very interesting as far as I've gone. Uh, oh, maybe this is a family matter and I shouldn't be in on it. Oh, no, you're not going to call out of it that way, Marge. You're going to oh. suffer through this with me. Yes, you can listen, Marge. You know we haven't got any secrets from you. Uh, well, here I go. Go. So. Um, my dear, uh, you write so bad. My dear, uh, oh yes, Jane. Oh. <laughs> my dear Jane, well, here I am writing you again, even if you didn't write me after I wrote you last. I know I did write you last because I wrote you then that you hadn't not written after I wrote you. But if I waited for you to write, I guess I would never write you at all. However, I am writing this, hoping you will write right away. Over. Oh, uh, I get it. You didn't write her. Is that what she's uh, <laughs> I think writing that's at, what uh, she's ending at. <laughs> yes, I ought to write her. It's terrible the way I don't write after she writes. Yes, well, suppose you skip the next 10 or 12 pages and let's get down to the meat oh, of the Oh, no, I'm going to read the whole thing oh, now. Well. Where was I? Oh, yes, right away. Well, Jane, it has been almost a year since my daughter came to live with you. And I would like to know how things are with her. Of course, I write Betty every week, but she hardly writes when I write, although I write her to write me. There she goes again. Please, dear, let me read this. All right. Although I write her to write as soon as she gets my letters. And when she does write, she just writes to say that she is well. She never writes about any boys she has met. And after all, you know, Jane, when I wrote you she was coming, I wrote you that I expected her to meet some nice boys. I thought sure that by now you would have introduced her to some lovely people. Or don't you ever go anywhere on account of that tightwad of a husband? Um, well, this part isn't very important. But what was that again? Oh, 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 what? You put on the brakes there rather suddenly. Read that again. Oh, it's nothing, dear. You know how Ethel talks. You have to take what she says with a grain of sugar. <laughs> Are you going to read that or not? Nothing. I'll start at the top of this next page. Start with on account of that tight wad of a husband. Oh, all right. Tight wad of a husband of yours. Betty has never written me how much he pays her for working as his secretary. But if I know him, I guess he hardly gets 
Oh, well, this isn't important. Why? I'll just get to the next... Oh, you will not. I'm enjoying this. Oh, Marge, you stay out of this. After all, this is a family matter. Oh, well, I offered to leave the room. Well, you don't have to leave, but I wish you'd laugh only when you're spoken to. A fine way to talk to Marge. All right, I'll be quiet. Yeah. Go on with that letter, but if I know him, go on. Oh, it's nothing, dear. Read it. But if I know him, I guess you hardly get enough to live on, much less to buy pretty things to impress some nice boys. Well, that's fine. She gets 20 a week, has no expenses, lives here, eats here. I know, dear, but you know how Ethel is. Oh, how is she? Oh, she's fine. She says so later on. I'll oh. read it to you. Um, I'll start here. I think this is safe. Yes. Um... Jane, dear, I don't have to stand on cemetery with you, but you know... On what? What? What did you say, stand on cemetery? Cemetery? Who said anything? Stand on ceremony with you. Oh, I thought you said... I don't have to stand on ceremony with you, but you know as well as I do that Betty is 19 years old, going on 20. And time, she should be looking around for her husband. That's the part I want to come to. Has she met any prospects? At home here, she wouldn't go out with any of the boys because she felt so superior to them, and I guess she is because even if I do say so myself, she is the brightest child I ever saw. But I don't have to take time to write you about that because I write you so seldom and you write me so seldom now, that... This is where I came in, I think. What? I think I get the thing. Now, you won't have to read the rest of it. To cut it short, Ethel wants us to marry Betty off. Uh, fine job we've got. It's going to be pretty hard, huh? Now, you've been reading my mail. Oh, nothing came for you today, dear. It's going to be pretty hard. Is that what you mean? Yes, that's what I mean. In fact, I think we'd better forget about the whole thing. Oh, no, we can't do that, dear. Let me read you some more. Here's what Ethel thinks that he should be like. Oh, uh, Ethel wants one to order. Yes, here's what she says. Where is it? Here. Listen to this now. Of course, he should have some money. I don't mean rich, although I would certainly admire that in a man. Oh, she would admire that, uh But he should be able to give her a nice living without having to worry about where her next meal or dress is coming from, like some of us do, if you know what I mean. Not that Homer hasn't been a devoted husband to me, even if he hasn't reached the pinnacle of success, as they say. Uh, that's uh, pinnacle. Pinnacle? Yes, pinnacle oh. of success. Go on about Homer. I like that part. Uh, Even if he hasn't reached the pinnacle of success, and even if he does nothing these days but sit around at his club and play cards. Oh, it is pinnacle. Oh, yes, yeah, that's my mistake. It is pinnacle. Um, I still love him. But with Betty, it must be different. Oh, I see. She doesn't want Betty to get anybody like her father. Oh, no. He's too old. Yes, and yeah, he's too old. Well, <clears throat> we can't do anything about it. Just forget the whole thing. We yeah. can, too. Isn't he disgusting, Marge? Oh, no. Don't come to me. You told me to stay out of this. Oh, yes. Well, you can come back in now. Isn't he disgusting? Well, um... Yes, if you insist. Oh, I am not. You are, too. We've got to do something. We've got to find some fellow for Betty. Yes, who? You and I. Oh, no, no, I mean, uh, who do you have in mind? Well, uh, we'll find somebody. Let me read the rest of this. Yeah. Yes, let's hear some more of the qualifications. Yeah, uh, is that Oh, <laughs> Go on with Ethel's letter. Uh, he must be able to give Betty a nice, comfortable living, yes. But he ha- doesn't have to be rich, he says. Uh-huh. No, even if she does admire that in a man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Oh, yes. As for looks, well, Jane, I don't think you or I can expect too much for her since we ourselves didn't do so. 
Oh, well, that's not important. What is this? Now, look, I'm getting sore. I wish you'd speak for her own husband. What does she mean you didn't do so well when it comes to love? Well, after all, dear, Well, you what know. do you mean by that? <laughs> but then I guess I'm no Venus B. DeMille myself. <laughs> well, you're making it worse than ever. <laughs> well, now. enough joking around now, here. I'm not joking. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> Um, but he should not have a face that would scare children. Oh, she's getting ahead of herself, isn't she? Why? Uh, as for background, property, I guess you mean. Oh, yeah, property. His people should be above approach. Approach. Yeah. And the kind that would love and understand Betty. But even I must admit that at times Betty is hard to understand. But the right kind of a man, I am sure, can make her happy. So there you are, Jane. He should be very well-to-do, although not necessarily rich, fairly good-looking, and come from a fine family. Well, I'll take one twelfth of a dozen of that myself. Better make that order for two, Jane, while you're at it. <laughs> I better make it for three while I'm at it. Oh, I see. Oh, just joking, dear. After all, looks aren't everything. Will you stop bringing up that subject? <laughs> well, there we have it. Now, the question is... There is no question, Jane. What can we do? We can't start going around looking for a husband for Betty. She has to find her own boyfriend. In fact, if you ask me, uh, well, I think she's already got one. Got one? Who? Yeah. Who is it? Yes, who is it, dear? She didn't say anything to me about it. Well, she didn't say anything to me either. Well, how do you know? Oh, I don't know for sure, but, well, I sort of put two and two together. Well, what do you mean, eh? Well, uh, sometimes at the office when I come in, I find her at the phone and, uh, well, she kind of cuts the thing short and gets a little fidgety, you well, know. Well, who is it that calls her out? I don't know. I asked her if the call was for me, and she says no. So I dropped the subject, that's all. You dropped the subject? Isn't that just like a man? <laughs> Certainly is. Well, what do you want me to do? Cross-examine her? Oh, you don't have to get cross about it. Can't you ask her in a friendly way? Well, so all Betty's got secrets, has she? Well, I'm not sure about this. I wonder where she is tonight. I told you, Jane, she had a little work to do at the office on the books, and she said she'd have dinner downtown and take in a movie. Eddie. Isn't that just like a man? You're well, so girlable, dear. Sure, it's a man. I can see it now that you told me this. How long has she been doing this? Doing what? Talking on the phone and then hanging up and not saying anything. Oh, I don't know. Off and on. Well, we'll have to find out about this fellow. You mean see if he measures up to Ethel's qualifications? Well, he doesn't have to be all that. But after all, we don't want him to go out with a riffraff or underground character. No. no, sir. He must be the man in a million. Oh, not necessarily in a million. She said he didn't have to be rich. Please, Jane, <laughs> will you just forget about it, will you? Oh, no. We have to do something for her. She's 19. Well, what of it? 19. Is that old? Well, it's going on old. Oh, it's going on old. Why, well, I was 18 when I got married, and she's 19. That's very old for a young girl. Oh, yes, for a young girl, that's old. The I more guess. I think of it, the older it gets. We've got to hurry. Hurry? Hurry, <laughs> dear. Well, Jane has a job on her hands now. Finding Betty, the man who will measure up to Ethel's qualifications. Just who this man is Betty has now, we learn when next we meet the Easy Aces.